Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to (laughs) pretend that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Man, what a weekend, Albie. What a weekend. <sighs> I think we got a lot in. Let's put it That's that right. <laughs> also met some friends and listeners mm-hmm. while in Maine for the All You Can Eat podcast. We were staying up at the Poland Spring Resort. Hello to everybody. The great team at the Poland Spring Resort. Um, Cindy, who owns it, and uh, just everybody. And we'll, we'll get to who everybody is. Um, Pam at breakfast and Laura at the museum yes. and just... I mean, so many great people. Right, and it was great. And I'm, and I'm Jeff thrilled. and JC. Yep, Jeff and JC and Evan and uh, Ada. Kendall. And Ada, right? Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, yes, and we'll mention that a little on the All You Can Eat podcast. But more about that whole experience, which yes. was phenomenal. Uh, you know, I have. I'm, I'm, I want to. I feel great, and it's our 800th episode. Yes. So, and I'm not going to. Um. um complain at all because Jonah Goldberg complains about being tired all the time and I hate it it's like never tell people that you're tired it makes me ruined but I'm uh, because of all the travel we've done yes I don't this is something I'm getting as I'm getting older I find mm-hmm. that it's simply about like battery life like I'm right right now I'm, I'm worn down in a way that is not something that coffee can fix well right and I think even just I think you can be like emotionally worn down too. Yeah, but did we have an emotional weekend? I mean, we had well, a no, wonderful but, weekend, but no, no, no. We had a great weekend, but just like the stuff, it doesn't have to be that you were like did a lot of walking. Although some of the time we did a lot of walking, and you went in the pool. Um, but just you know the stresses of dealing with kids and getting from place to place and getting them to be into stuff and not fighting with each other and not crying because somebody got something they didn't get or they decided they changed their mind in the middle of the line at the most crowded store on the planet that, about yeah if what you're they looking for where get. all <laughs> the people are they're at the kittery trading post <laughs> everyone in america is currently at the kittery trading post just yeah, that was, so you know that was if you're missing anyone yeah that was <laughs> that's where they are <laughs> just packed <laughs> but um yeah and so it's like things like that just and People who have kids know this. I'm sure Jeff and JC know this. That 
you just it getting kids anywhere from place to place involves a lot of those kind of stresses and that in itself can wear you out even if you're mm -hmm. not like carrying anything or doing anything taxing mm -hmm. like just the emotional like anxiety or not even anxiety but just like having to think about all these pieces and logistics of getting kids places and like does everyone have clean socks out of their thing and has everyone eaten something and brushed their teeth and gotten here and put on their shirt and you know got it it's a lot to think about and that in and of itself can be just exhausting as a parent mm -hmm. traveling with kids like it can be a lot oh yeah and at any given time one of them is going to go sideways they use the littler ones one one's going to go sideways and they also, they although they can, were pretty good on this trip, oh yeah, all things for them they were fantastic. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> doubt about that. Um, I think yeah, being being able to use that pool, yeah, it's very, it's this the the Poland Springs Resort is all. I mean, you never really have to leave there because they've got a pool, they've got fun rooms, library, game room, etc. It's a, like for kids, it's great and like places to do walks outside if you're into golf, which we're not. Mm -hmm. But if you're into golf, they oh, have and, that and, and, and tennis and badminton. It's everything and so, horseshoes and beanbag right. toss and shuffleboard and like it, you name it, you can do it there. So. Right. So that's what it's kind of where um, that was a good help because the the pool really does beat them up. You know, works them out well. In me too, I can't have no idea. <laughs> I just, no, you know, I haven't really been swimming in years. Really, just doing just a tiny bit of swimming. It's it, it it's working things that I haven't. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, to the straight politics of the thing, something that that jumped out at Alice and I today was uh, Pete Buttigieg, who <sighs> I guess has he's, a cathedral mind. Uh, yes, yeah, and he's out there, and he's they've got him out there running doing all the the Sunday shows. Is he's essentially a built back better um, um, salesman? This is his thing. What he's sh showing people is all the, the the he's going filling up the local news outlets and the the national news outlets with all the great things that um, that the infrastructure bill has done, et cetera. That's the mm -hmm. idea of it. He's being a good soldier for the Be Biden administration. Exactly, exactly. And plus he's gay, and so you, he, they can run the Supreme Court stuff about him because um, mm -hmm. web designers everywhere have declared war on the gay community, I guess is what and, I've heard. Um, you know, and mean Republicans are... Mm -hmm. You know, essentially not allowing trans people to go to the doctor at all. Can't anymore. go to the doctor, and, um, and they've barred blacks from uh, colleges as well, yes, which true. is another thing the Supreme Court did. So, so this is um, just a piece of that that was quite remarkable. Once again, this is remarkable in the media's role. This is Margaret Brennan and Pete's role. And I want you to listen to this back and forth. She, well, because she starts with a good question about right. the infrastructure bill, which I thought. I didn't know this information that she quoted to ask this question about the infrastructure bill. And I thought, oh, that's a good question. It's kind of a challenging question. She's pushing on him a little bit. Here we go. Like, let's see. Maybe she's going to inadvertently do some reporting here. And we're still waiting on a new permanent head of the FAA. I, I want to ask you about um, the bipartisan infrastructure bill. You were very uh, prominent in promoting the impact on uh, the country for the better. But there's new data out there showing that while taxpayers are pouring in billions of dollars to upgrade infrastructure, um, there is some reporting from First Street Foundation that recently came out showing 
the government is substantially underestimating the risk of severe rain in some of the city's largest, uh, some of the largest cities in the country. So do you fear that some of these projects are being built on flawed data and flawed numbers? You know, part of what we've been working to do is make our infrastructure more resilient for the future. Uh, You know, uh, the the hard reality doesn't care about uh, political debates. And if you have what used to be a 500-year flood happening every every other year, and you got a road that gets washed out, and you put it back, and and it gets washed out again, that doesn't make any sense. No. So her question was, this data came out here From the First Street Foundation, which is a... a, This is an activist group that estimates climate change risks so their whole purpose in life is to find that there's like risk from climate change right fine so but they have a problem with the bipartisan infrastructure bill because they're saying that you're doing building projects that are going to be obsolete because all this climate change is going to happen and wreck them right so a good example a good example would be something like the seaport district in boston we keep building it up but it's flooding them that kind of thing so the the, the, that they're using flood the white house is using flood data to go forward with all of this uh, infrastructure that's going to be rendered useless so he's now repeating her he's now saying well, the problem, the problem is, is that these 500-year floods are now happening every year, and so you build something up, and it becomes useless immediately. Right. It gets flooded, and then you have to rebuild it, and right. it's pointless. So, right. So he's now so far just sh- mimicked, shadowed her question. Right. He's doubled her question. The largest cities in the country. So do you fear that some of these projects are being built on flawed data and flawed numbers? You know, part of what we've been working to do is make our infrastructure more resilient for the future. Uh, you know, uh, the the hard reality doesn't care about uh, political debates. And if you have what used to be a 500-year flood happening every, every other year, and you got a road that gets washed out, and you put it back, and, you, and it gets washed out again, that doesn't make any sense. I know you were outspoken on Friday with the Supreme Court ruling. What? <laughs> I know. Wait. What? And that's what, what I said in the car. We had to rewind it like three times. We were like, "Wait, hang on." Wait, he that was a he didn't com- answer that, the question yet. Yes, that was a comma, not the end. And it she, makes me wonder if she understood the question that she asked or his answer. I mean, and also, but she she also interjected at, and that doesn't make any sense. Right. Well, it, the rest of the rest of the answer is forthcoming should be right you would think it would be unless some they edited it it just make it doesn't make any so what's his solution this can't be that she's so this bad at this that he she paused for a beat after he says doesn't make any sense because he hasn't said anything unless possibly somebody was talking in her ear the whole time which is possible that and then she wasn't really listening and somebody was saying hey maybe we should get to this question or whatever maybe somebody was saying something where she couldn't hear but that was not the place to stop. Political debates. And if you have what used to be a 500-year flood happening every, every other year, and you got a road that gets washed out, and you put it back, and, you, and it gets washed out again, that doesn't make any sense. I know you were outspoken on... He just repeated what she had said. Right. There was in, no like, answer said to in the, the car. Is, like, is, is he just giving a different version of the question, and they're going to ask it to a third party who's going to be introduced? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, yeah, and the fact that she asked the question, that's obviously a question that was prepared in advance 
for her by her team or she helped prepare it or whatever. Sure. They heard this data and they wanted to know. But like there was no response to the question. Right. You know, he could have said, like, here's an example of something we're doing that's not going to be obsolete. Here's an example of how we're making things more resilient to climate change or whatever. Not that, like, I necessarily believe any of that anyway, but, you know, it's a legitimate question on the basis of the stuff that she's looking at. And he didn't answer it. And she just moved right on. Like, there was no, she didn't ask him anything else about it or ask him to explain more or anything. It's a weird thing. And it, like you said, it almost makes you wonder if it's like edited, if we missed something or. I want to see if I can find it. Let me like see the video can... version to see if they cut something or whatever. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Six because, hours ago. Let's see. Yeah. Because it was a super bizarre transition. It's almost like. Largely because of severe weather hitting okay. some of our key hubs. Uh, I yeah. think most passengers understand that no one can control that's the weather. That's no, Anything that's under. He was blaming the FAA, United CE, New York key hubs. Layman, it's in the system. But I would recommend the controllers better use of the same national airspace. In the Florida airspace, the most traffic. And we'll get there. Speak. And we're still waiting on a new permit right, head of there. the FAA. I, I want to ask you about um, the bipartisan infrastructure bill. You were very uh, prominent in promoting the impact on uh, the country for the better. But there's new data out there showing that while taxpayers are pouring in billions of dollars to upgrade infrastructure, um, there is some reporting from First Street Foundation that recently came out showing the government is substantially underestimating the risk of severe rain mm -hmm. in some of the cities. She's looking larger. lovely in canary yellow. Nice. He's uh, wearing a dark, uh, a royal blue tie and a dark blue suit. Nice. Here we go. Uh, some of the largest cities in the country. So do you fear that some of these projects are being built on flawed data and flawed numbers? You know, part of what we've been working to do is make our infrastructure more resilient for the future. Uh, you know, uh, the, the hard reality doesn't care about uh, political debates. And if you have what used to be a 500-year flood happening every, every other year, and you've got a road that gets washed out, and you put it back, and, you, and it gets washed out again, that doesn't make any sense. I know you were outspoken on Friday with the Supreme So there's no Court. cut. We're not missing anything. <laughs> there's no cut. But you know what else? What? make any sense. I know you were outspoken on Friday with a Supreme Court ruling um, in favor of a cop. So hold on. So it's showing him. So she could be again. listening to something or talking to somebody sense. else. I know he goes, it doesn't make any sense. Although, do you hear her breathe while he's still talking? Hang on. And you put it back and, you, and it gets washed out. She breathe over him. That doesn't make any sense. I Interesting. Why is it interesting? Because it the cut happens right after he says make any sense. Mm -hmm. And then she breathes. I know you. Right. So they obviously remove something. It's gone. It's obviously gone. But wouldn't you see him be cut if. It, it says, he said, it doesn't make any sense. Camera's on him. One sh okay. uh, a single shot, right? After he says it doesn't make any sense, it cuts to her saying, I know you. Oh, interesting. So two things happened. One, they had to cut for time. 
which is a terribly unprofessional way to cut for time because he didn't answer the question. It looks like he's evaded the question. Or two, it was he- canned and, well, it would have to be canned either way. And they, his aide, they asked. Didn't like his answer. Exactly. And said, can you get rid of that for me? Hmm. And they want access. And it's, uh, I don't know. But it's very interesting. It's a very odd way to not answer. Because first he agrees with the premise of her question, and then he doesn't say anything. Right. I did disagree with the premise of her question. Then it's on to the next thing. And we know that they later on said, when, when she interviewed Pence, that the entire thing would be available mm-hmm. on YouTube. Right. Now, is she in the same outfit that she's in for the rest of the show, though, when she doesn't have Oh, Pete she would Buttigieg definitely on? have to be. Um, because sometimes they're not, though. Like, you can tell if an interview's canned because they're, like, sitting in some other room and wearing a different outfit and that whole thing. Yeah, I don't know what she is uh, with Pence. Oh, no, she's not, actually. With Pence, she's in a different outfit. Yeah, she normally is. Nice they, catch Normally, if it's canned, that you can like tell because it's a different So maybe setup. it was a time crunch because this is one of the few shows, Face the Nation, where she holds guests over. It's one of the few mm. shows. She holds guests over over a block, which means their their program format clock is a pain in the A. Or she tends to let guests go further, too far, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Or I like to think that it is that he he just didn't answer her thing well, and maybe he said, "Can I have another shot at that?" And and they said, "No, we're not going to give a shot of it." And they said, we'll, "We'll tell you what, we'll just we'll cut it short, and that's that's the best we're going to do." Who knows right. what would happen? But something happened. But actually, even that cut is still good. Because that leads into the next question. The rest of the interview is actually still good. No, you were outspoken on Friday with a Supreme Court ruling um, in favor of a Colorado website designer. You called it discrimination. Justice Gorsuch uh, said this was a First Amendment issue where all persons are free to think and speak as they wish, not as the government demands. What do you make of the argument that Colorado was labeling free speech as discrimination in order to censor it? I think what's really revealing is that there's no evidence that this web designer was ever even approached by a same-sex couple looking for services to support their wedding. So you're seeing more and more of these cases and these circumstances that uh, are designed to get people spun up mm-hmm. and designed to chip away at rights. And I think the bigger picture here, when you look at the uh, Supreme Court taking away a woman's right to choose. Why would you want to live in a world where... You could compel somebody who's against gay marriage to have to create something that they don't believe in. Why would you even want, on for your special wedding day, to hire a vendor who doesn't think you should be getting married? Right? Well, right. Right. Like... And, like, you know, they could hire this this person to do anything else. You know, they can hire this web designer to do, to um, design a website. For their business or for whatever they want. It's just not for gay marriage, which is, according to this web person, believes is a sin. Right. So, yeah. So you want to go out of your way to find a web designer. And, you know, this whole case is theoretical anyway, because she's never even been asked to design a website for a gay couple or indeed seemingly for any 
couple getting married. She's just a web designer who put this on her website, who said, I'm not going to do gay wedding webs um, websites. Right. And she got in trouble. Apparently, like, somebody else who is a web designer is listed in the thing. Is got the ball rolling they needed. Whatever. Right. Um, but it isn't, like, listed in the suit or whatever, but it because they haven't been wronged. Like, nobody's been wronged right. here. This woman didn't deny anybody. Not only, like, the Colorado baker, could they have gone to, like, any other baker, any other web designer? Like, this is completely theoretical because nobody's even gone to her for a gay wedding website. It's just purely theoretical. You're not allowed to say, I don't want to design websites for gay weddings, apparently. That's a... The state of Colorado thinks it's illegal to say that you don't want to do design websites for particular types of events. Right. Which, I mean, of course, is insane. Like, I, I, that's an insane position to have because, and a bunch of people, well, you can actually see what she asked people to judge next about, um, like, the comparisons people make about the website and everything. Uh, you look at Friday's decision diminishing the equality of, uh, of same-sex couples. Uh, you look at a number of the decisions that have been made. They pose a question that is even deeper than these big cases. And the question is this. Did we just live to see the high watermark of freedoms and rights in this country yeah. before they were gradually taken away? Because up until now, not uniformly, but overall, each generation was able to say that it enjoyed mm -hmm. greater inclusion, greater equality, uh, and more rights and freedoms than the generation before. And those decisions have added up and affected so many people, uh, including me, of course, as I'm yeah. uh, uh, getting ready to uh, go back to uh, m my husband and, and our twins uh, for the rest of this morning, uh, thinking about the fact that the existence of our family uh, is, is only uh, a reality because of a one-vote margin on the Supreme Court uh, a few years ago. These are the kinds of things that are at stake. And we have mm -hmm. a Supreme Court uh, that is... Would his family not exist... I mean, well, they couldn't be legally married. Would the family not potentially. exist? I don't know. Is the family something that's only made pure, true by the existence of government? You don't have a family if not? No. Do unmarried people have kids and live together? Yeah. Are they not families? They're families. No, they keep, don't exist. <laughs> It's just a, the the attention to victim victimization and victim claiming victimhood mm -hmm. is just like it's so deep. How has this literally hurt me? Let's see. When it hasn't, the website when designer it, has hurt absolutely nobody. Right, the website designer doesn't want to do pro gay marriage websites. You're fine. It's it's okay. <laughs> I know. Not everything have to has to be affirmed and assumed by everybody. Right. But Pete Buttigieg will cease to exist if some people in America don't like him, which is actually kind of an inspiring thought. Like, could we just wish the entire Democratic no, Party just wait, out of existence? He's, he's not going to exist if the, a person that he doesn't know <laughs> isn't forced to create something... That's, that says they like his decision. Right. So in other words, they have to like sniff the glove or something, and then he feels better, but then he exists. If you've been <laughs> humiliated and been forced to double back on your own pr principles, then that's what make validates me and Chaston. Right. 
Okay. They don't exist unless they unless you somebody's hurt and ashamed for selling out their soul. Right. It's very much out of step with how most Americans view these issues. But you know that conservatives are just framing this in a fundamental Margaret. You know what conservatives are going to do. They're framing it unfairly again. <laughs> different manner. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz described the Colorado law that would compel services be provided despite personal beliefs and, and put it this way. Should a Muslim artist be compelled by the government to draw the image of Muhammad? Should Jewish artists be forced to create art that is anti-Semitic? Do you see merit in those comparisons that have, have to do specifically with free speech and freedom of religion? Yeah, that's really not a comparison that uh, is relevant to this case. But more importantly, why isn't it relevant? Why isn't it relevant, Pete? And Margaret, can you ask him why it's not relevant? Because it seems pretty relevant. It seems pretty relevant to say that you should have the right if you're gay, for example, or you are a gay ally and you don't like it. If I want to make a website selling my conversion therapy services to tell to help gay people repent or something and be saved and I go to a gay web designer and say I need you to help me design this website for my business where I'm going to convince people not to be gay anymore and get baptized right like that they could say no I don't want to make that website I don't agree with it I don't want to be involved in creating that that would be discrimination against my religious beliefs if the Supreme Court didn't rule this way right because Public accommodations laws mean that you can't discriminate people in public accommodations, right? You can't, like, in your restaurant, discriminate against protected classes of people, right? So there's lots of liberals running around and going like, oh, I'm going to not serve anybody with MAGA hats in my restaurant anymore. Ha ha. Which, like, that's always been legal. Nobody um, has ever challenged the right of people in restaurants not to serve MAGA-hatted people because people wearing MAGA hats is not a protected class. But... Race, religion, ethnicity, uh, like family status, gender, like those are things that you can't discriminate against in public accommodations. So those are protected classes, right? So those things, yes, in public accommodations, if I have a store where I sell cookies, I can't say you're not allowed to walk into my store and buy a cookie because you're black or because you're gay or whatever it is. That's that's what where the limit of the ability of the government to restrict that is what the supreme court is saying is not that like restaurants can turn away gay people what the supreme court is saying is it's actually like a pretty narrow thing it's saying that you can't make a person and a lot of these small businesses and wedding vendors are essentially people their sole proprietorships are very small businesses where you're asking a person to do something mm-hmm. for you. You can't force them by virtue of public accommodations laws to profess beliefs that they don't believe. And like why you would even want to is a question right, right. for me. And also it's the business doesn't do that. Right. Even though they have the stuff to do that. You can go into McDonald's and ask for a sloppy joe. They have all the stuff in there to make them. Yeah. Ketchup and beef and whatever. But that's not one of the choices. They're right. in the burger mc burger mcrib business. Right. So to say that no, 
I'm a big sloppy Joe person. You need to have to. You have all the stuff right there. You have to represent a sloppy Joe people just like the way you want to represent, you know, hamburger Big Mac people. Yeah. It's just simply not something that they do. They're not in that, that business. It's different. Yeah. And who cares? Like he says, a lot of Americans like gay couples and want to sell them wedding websites and wedding flowers and catering and cakes and suits and all the other things that you need for weddings. Lots of people want to do that for you. So yes. why do you need to go bother the like three people that you can find in the country that don't and punish them? Right? And then act wronged. <laughs> like, right. That's what's crazy. That's what's crazy is they've dragged the qu- poor cake baker. He has another case going now with this trans cake thing that some other trans lawyer is suing him or whatever. The guy's been in court for decades now over what? Like, they just keep punishing him and punishing him and punishing him for his beliefs and, like, acting like they've been hurt somehow. I wonder if that's been good for business or bad. Probably good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's funny. Someone asked me the other day, and I thought it was such an interesting question, because this isn't somebody who, like, is really super into politics, but they happen to see this thing about this Michigan, like, whatever this is, hate speech law or something, or that, like, using wrong pronouns for somebody maliciously can be, like, can get you, can be a felony in Michigan. They're trying to do some law. Is that true? They're trying to do some law. I haven't read into the, like, details, details of it, right? But, I mean, I believe that there's plenty of places trying to do stuff like this. But anyway, this person showed me this, and they were like, is this even, like, true? Like, when did, like, trans people become such a powerful lobby that, like, all this is on behalf of trans people? Like, it just seems crazy. And it is very sudden. If you don't, like, follow a lot of progressive politics, it must just seem to come out of completely nowhere. Don't you think? This, like, weird obsession with this stuff that all of a sudden this is, like, all over the place? Or I even asked you because we were, like, driving around through Maine today. And... Like, every third house has a pride flag in some mm-hmm. neighborhoods. And you just, like, wonder. Like, I asked you, like, when you were a kid, did houses, like, have flags up on them for random causes? Like, Ukraine or Black Lives Matter or gay pride? Like, was there any possible equivalent of the cultural movement of this, like, activism stuff where people have flags on their houses for, like, specific causes? So, for so an actual flag, if... If you guys remember, or even signs. No, well, people had yellow ribbons um, during the hostage crisis okay. for the hostages. Um, How big is a yellow ribbon? Like, what does that mean to have a yellow ribbon? It's like this big, it, tied on trees. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, but um, in in there must have been some stuff post some some signaling post two thousand one. I guess American flags are um, never forget kind of stuff. Maybe that mm-hmm. happened, but. No. Oh yeah, and people have the support our troops magnets on their cars. Those sure, big. yeah. But a, a cultural movement that's supposed to be based on human rights. I don't even remember the think the civil rights movement had a flag, did it? Right, where everybody had one o- on their. Was the American flag <laughs> was. But yeah, definitely. It it's just a weird cultural phenomenon that it's like such a tiny percentage of the population and such a huge cultural thing. But isn't the, isn't the truth thing. of it that they don't believe 
that the pride flag is about one issue. It's about a whole worldview. Right. You're signaling your progressive bona fides. Well, yes, but it's also, we believe, we prioritize tolerance and affirmation. We acknowledge um, the vast decades and centuries of victimization that we're still suffering from. Mm-hmm. We are all soldiers in this um, in in this battalion here, the Rainbow Battalion, to fight the current fights, which are existential everywhere. You can tell because oh, yeah, if somebody because calls me doesn't call me ZZ, then I'm suddenly hurt. So they- no, not just hurt. I don't exist. You're denying my yes. existence. Yes, I'm literally being genocided. Exactly. If you won't say ZZM's there. Yes, which is my authentic truth. Right. So it's it's just it's everything. I mean, it allow. Unfortunately, we you know what see it does is allows people. It allows people to be their worst selves, to be underemployed, to be fatter, to look terrible, mm-hmm. to and condones it. Because right. there's no judgment anymore. There's no, I mean, all the things are being torn down. There's no fat, fat people here. No, because now we're the Victoria's Secret Angels now. Mm-hmm. So that's as grotesque as us now. See, there we go. There's equity. Yeah. Smush it down. So everything sucks. And that's the idea of the, the, the planet, just so everything can suck. But right. But it takes, like, it, I don't know. I I I, I don't know. It, uh, the 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 brilliance of of this movement now, this progressive movement, mm-hmm. which is part of the curse of having gotten um, marriage passed, is that it's a total. It's totally been supplanted. This is not gay pride anymore. Remember, oh, yeah. remember what was the the blonde from New York said? Um, like uh, gay pride. What did she say? Cinema, Kristen Cinema. Yeah. Um, Kristen Cinema, she's in that video. I think she said gay rights. Yeah, she's gay like rights. so like nineties, you know, with like midriff showing and like doing a shot. Gay rights, because because she remembers gay rights having been when you go out drinking with your gay friends and having fun partying. Right. But that's not in the nineteen ninety two's gay rights movement. Oh, it's a different beast. It's a different beast altogether. Oh, and yeah. and yeah and, and and by the way I'm I know you're not for gay marriage but I am for it and but I certainly see I don't know at if it's least right to say that I'm not for well, gay marriage I don't think that well, I would like to decouple well, okay. a lot of uh, but, but, that's a complicated question yeah we'll get yeah. to it later but 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 it is and was an argument to have mm-hmm. I mean talk radio lived on that for a long time. Well, because and- it made sense. You had different voices saying, "This is what we're dealing with now with the nose ring, with the with unintelligible gender, with all this miserable, really uh, psychologically imbalanced people making these proclamations on social media." That's a that's we're in a different world. That's different. Well, right. and, and it's I not think, related at all. And I think it's really interesting that Pete Buttigieg, who obviously remembers those debates because he's like 
just around my age, I think he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he came up in this environment, same environment. Um, well, well, most you know, of the time he was straight. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and I think he's like one of these. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. These people who thought he would never in his lifetime come out because he's like, he wouldn't, you know, want to be a weirdo or whatever. Like, but now it's fine. Mm-hmm. So, and nobody's like, it's not a. It's not politically damaging to come out as gay anymore, right? Um, and also, so, but, he probably. But, you, you, well, I, I don't know what his own experience was, but I'm sure it's different for everybody. Some some guys are just like probably just like, oh my god, am I possibly gay? I can't possibly be gay. Right? Well, right. So I I think it's interesting what he said, where he said like, is this the high watermark? And he said for all rights, which is silly because obviously rights are in, people's rights are in competition with each other, as we see with the web designer. The web designer's right not to make the website is in conflict with the gay person's right to make them make the website. So, but he says, you know, he says the high watermark for rights and freedoms, but he means the high watermark for gay rights in this country. And I do think that's an interesting question because a lot of polling recently has shown that support not just for the more extreme elements of the like gay rights movement um, has fallen in recent years but that support even for gay marriage has fallen in recent years amongst you know all political uh, persuasions and a big part of that is i think that people who did see those debates a few years ago uh, about gay marriage and all these other things that a lot of the people who are on the side of saying you know this is going to open the door to a lot of other things and be a slippery slope have now been proven right you know so anybody who watched those conversations you know, Rush Limbaugh mm-hmm. talking about it. And, and this was a big debate. I mean, it was a big debate in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. It didn't pass Massachusetts by a vote in whatever that was, 2005? Yeah, around there, yeah. And it didn't pass California by a vote in 2008. This had to be put in by judges because this was controversial enough and a lot of people didn't agree with it, even at that time. And a big part of the argument people were making was this is going to open the door to a lot of other stuff that is really bad for our society and that we mm-hmm. don't want. And then... The same people, the exact same people who spent years pushing for gay marriage, saying that absolutely wouldn't happen, went ahead and just pushed for all the things that the other side had said were going to happen. Right. And those and, other people, what they've done cleverly is is that they've they've conflated everything. So if you have a problem with the drag queen, with the twerking, twerking in front of the four-year-old and making the four-year-old put money in his uh, little garter belt, well, then... That's homophobic behavior by you. And they say homophobic behavior rather than have the why it's bad for a child to be touching a 45-year-old fat guy in lingerie because they can't make that argument. 
So they have to go back to the old arguments that the people who actually really put time in, gays and mm-hmm. lesbians, had to make. They're, they revert back to the gay and lesbian arguments. Right. About rights. And we deserve to be treated like everybody else and, and tolerance and this and And why that. do you care what other people are doing in the privacy of their own bedrooms? Exactly. And, except you're not. You're twerking at my kid in the public library. So right. <laughs> that's the issue. Um, but yeah, it's... It's a weird dynamic, and I thought it was really interesting that he said that, that he said, you know, is this the high watermark for, he didn't say gay, but for gay rights in this country? Because, you know, I think it could be. Like, this could be peak gay stuff happening. Well, I mean, okay, so so everything is... Yeah, but do you think it could recede back to... I think the trans stuff could recede back for sure. No, that stuff, yes. I, I don't think, like, the other stuff... I think that, that too many people are... Every- I don't think anybody... I don't think anybody has the interest politically in rolling back gay marriage at this point. Um, I think that... I don't know. I, You know, in terms of, like, don't ask, don't tell in the military and stuff... Oh, that brings us to... Maybe we should get to that. Should we finish up Pete first? Sure, finish up, Pete. Let's see. That uh, is relevant to this case, but more importantly, I think it's really telling that you have to think of these far-fetched hypotheticals in order to justify not a far- decisions that are actually going to have much worse impacts in the real world. And I think this, again, goes back to the broader agenda uh, of the culture wars that are being fired up. Mr. Secretary, thank you for your time this morning. So, you know... One you... Republican presidential candidate Sorry? who's getting in some... So let's go to that. You said gays in the military. This guy's this um, guy. I don't know. Is, it, is he an army guy? Has been making the rounds. As he's a trans guy. Uh, even when de- deployed, the greatest threat to my own safety was myself. Read about how coming out as a transgender woman saved my life. U.S. Army. Um, U.S. Army Sustainment Command. He's got a big she/her thing in his desk. He looks about as convincing as Rachel Levine. Maybe Yeah, and somewhere here, I think I have the video here somewhere. Uh, let me find it. Let me find it. But it's the same exact, same exact thing. It's not convincing. The person it does not, does not look. Here we go. Does not look. Um, U.S. Army Major Rachel Jones found solace after coming out as a transgender. Her journey from battling depression and suicidal thoughts with un- authenticity. Um, is here. Let me see where I can. There's a video somewhere. I thought I sent it. Did we not? I don't know, but there's a whole article. The article's you know fairly old, but they're retwe- the army's retweeting it because of Pride Month this year, talking about how you know the Department of Defense has been celebrating Pride Month now for 11 years since June of 2012. It's a time when the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer community come together to celebrate love and authenticity. Da da da. Um. So it goes on and on the risk of depression post-traumatic stress disorder and suicidal ideation is twice as high for lgbt veterans and soldiers who have concealed their true selves than non-lgbtq plus veterans and soldiers explain master resilience trainer stephanie allers who serves as a program specialist in suicide prevention liaison in the S- asc g1 human resources readiness and resilience division um you know and it goes on and on so maybe people with suicide rates that high like shouldn't be 
in a job that also creates post-traumatic stress disorder and high suicide rates? Right. I think like, everybody knows. Here's Rachel Jones. Hi, I'm Major Rachel Jones. And what pride means to me is celebrating that diversity is our strength as a nation and as an army. Pride means something very special to me as a LGBTQ individual. And it's a chance to show everyone what we have to offer in terms of the diverse skill sets that we bring and the diverse ways of thinking we bring into the team to make everything work better. Jesus. Um, why does, now that, why does this new trend that every, that, that trans people are in the military, like this is a guy pretending to be a woman. Right. How come it's okay for suddenly for the army, which is the land force for this country, to be fat? This person's also fat. Yeah, that's also an issue. So as long as you're LGBT, you can you can be everything, and that's the idea, isn't it? Right. I want to be all the things that I want to be. Mm-hmm. But I like heard some statistic recently. I'd have to look up exactly what it was, but it was like some incredibly high number of people who are like the age to be able to join the armed forces, like under 30 or whatever, mm-hmm. um, like wouldn't be eligible just because of um, like health issues, psych issues, lack of physical fitness, um, just not able to serve in the armed right. forces. And, and it was like a crazy high number, like 80% or something. And it's astonishing because the army and, you know, all the armed forces have such a hard time recruiting right now. We have a massive deficit in the number of people joining our armed forces, not just because politicians keep sending them to stupid places like Ukraine or wherever, Iraq. I know I know you debate that one, um, but, you know, that... Like, people don't want their kids to join the armed forces because of that. And then on top of it, the military spends so much of their time literally promoting gay stuff that, like, it just seems like, what is even the point? And like you say, like, a lot of these people that they're showing you are, like, out of shape, don't look like they're about to conquer anything. It just, it it doesn't seem like, and when you see, like, the real armed forces, they're not generally like that. No. I mean, like, they're no. not, and it's like, why are they trying so hard to push this? Like, in the armed forces, where they've always had great success recruiting people by, like, showing high school and college-age young men who are in good shape, like, videos of stuff blowing up. Right. That's traditionally been the recruiting strategy, and it's been pretty successful, wouldn't you say? Yes. That's, like, it's what you do. young, hungry, alpha, virile men to go and to be prepared to go kill people right okay here's this one the um 77 percent of youth between 17 and 24 cannot qualify for military service an increase from 2017 was already 71 (laughs) percent so we're almost at 80 percent of people and it's even younger than i thought under age 24 17 to 24 people under age 25 literally can't serve because they're not in good enough shape, and it increased a lot in the pandemic. So the Americans as well. are charging with bayonets. <laughs> oh, sir, they're, they're, no, they're not really charging anymore. They appear to be winded, sir. 
And a big part of it, they say, is obesity. Overweight yes. disqualifies 11% of youth from serving if they so choose and contributes to the 44% yeah. of youth who are disqualified from multiple Let's get those reasons. Boston Dynamics um, robot uh, German Shepherds working quickly. Going to need them. All right, I'll be... What's the hot sauce, Albie? The hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked chat chat, Wicked hotline chat chat, and uh, you can leave a message there and we will play it on the show. Oh, so this is kind of a, this is kind of a, a WTIC one. I need another category, Alice. Okay. BB. Burn Barrel. DB. Danny and Barreca. Rick from Cheshire. Rick from Cheshire. Okay. Rick from Cheshire is a caller to WTIC. Okay. Now we're going to need another... This is complicated. ...burn barrel code for that. Okay. Should it be WTIC? I don't know, but... DB, Rick from Cheshire. I don't know, but we can play it on here. Hey, kids. Here's the tip. To stay cool... Uh, uh, the tip, not twenty percent. Uh. Wait a second. Hey, wait a second. I don't know if I understand this. Okay, one. so I was giving tips. <laughs> I was giving tips on how to stay cool because of Maggie, when who used to put her pajamas in the freezer. Okay. Then Rick from Cheshire called in to say to say he had a good tip. Um, and what was his tip? I forgot. Danny. Hey, kids. Here's the tip. Uh, to stay cool. Uh, uh, the tip. Not 20%. Uh, just wheeze on someone. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a hot one. Happy 4th. Love America. Oh, uh, my goodness. Uh, so, I don't... This is this is having a, an attack on a TIC... Listener, who I don't even know if, if Rick listens to this. We'll see. That's it. Saying that Rick perhaps was uh, not uh, not so cool himself, telling people how to stay cool mm. in summer. Me and Alice, our poor air conditioner. I have to fix the upstairs oh. air conditioner. Steve, not from Gloucester. Hi, Steve oh. from Merrimack. Hi, Steve. Uh, Tom. Yes. A lot of messages about your scruff. Yes. Um, and uh, it's becoming so, a real beard. Let me say something. This is an Alice Shattuck joint. She liked it when it, when I just hadn't shaved her in a few days. She was intrigued. She, for a moment, had flashes of thinking perhaps I. This is what I was getting that perhaps she was feeling the emotion of actually being attracted to me, <laughs> having noticed me and said, "Huh, something about that." So obviously, I'm cultivating this, Steve. I acknowledge the flaws in this. <laughs> But this is like if this it's is an Alice Shattuck. Let's see what happens. If this is an Alice Shattuck kink, then I am going to continue this. <laughs> I don't know this. if it's a kink. Uh, I don't feel passionately either way about it. All right, That's fine. But if you're gonna be scruffy, mm -hmm. just complete the look, okay? <laughs> I want you to uh, start dressing like Don Johnson in Miami Vice in 1985. <laughs> okay, I want you in a a white Ooh. suit with. Oh man, I used to have a white jacket like that. Well, it was technically it was my brother's white jacket, but I thought that was so cool. My brother was taken fully by Crockett and Tubbs Miami Vice look, and I, I don't really know what that is. When he says a, a suit, does he mean a literal suit or like a track suit? Or like no, it's a literal suit. 
Oh, it's a it's a it's a bad time. It's a, a pastel <laughs> shirt. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, oftentimes a uh, wife beater. What was those called? Tank top. Uh, tank top. A yeah. wife beater one. Though. Loafers oh, gosh, without yeah. socks. Remember the loafers? Oh, what a jerky time! <gasps> I want you walking around the streets of Newburyport dressed like that. <laughs> it would be awesome. Uh, thank you. And I'm not that kind of scrubby. I mean, um, scruffy. I'm more like uh, down and out in Beverly Hills. It's not. It's not great, except for you know what it is, Alice. I for once I have an okay haircut too. Yeah. From the girl from Whittier Tech. Mm-hmm. So she did an okay haircut. Your so- haircut looks good. Your beard kind of looks good, and it's starting to actually be a beard. Does it hurt you less now? It hurts less after I shower, okay. but it generally hurts less. Yeah. Okay. Oh wait, hold on. I got to get back to that one. Uh, Gfy. Okay, that must be someone's initials. <laughs> oh, one. <laughs> okay. Pretty sure you guys figured out what the doofus decimal freaking naming convention is that I use there. Yeah, GFY01. <laughs> my message is directed at Alice. That's right, Alice. You're getting my wrath. Okay. I heard that comment on the last burn battle. Is he sped up? Uh, I don't think so. He sounds like he's sped up at like two times two. My two. wrath. I okay. heard that comment on the last Burn Barrel pod. Maybe we should have the Patreon customers be the ones to decide whether or oh. not you keep the beard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I don't pay for the freaking Patreon. You know oh, why? Wow. Because I can't afford it. But wow. God knows I don't help you guys out. Where do you think that can of soup came from that I left on the street? Is that, that true? <laughs> okay. All right, Alice, you did it. Oh, it is 1.5. It is 1.5. I, you can change it on this. Did you know that? Okay. I'm going to do. I'm gonna listen to it at the, at the at right normal speed. normal speed? Yes. Okay. Why do you... Pretty sure you guys figured okay. out what the doofus decimal like, yeah. freaking naming convention is that I use there. Yeah, GFY01. My message is directed at Alice. That's right, Alice. Yeah. You're getting my wrath. I heard that comment on the last Burn Barrel pod. Maybe we should have the Patreon customers be the ones to decide whether or not you keep the beard. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. I don't pay for the freaking Patreon. You know why? Because I can't afford it. But God knows I don't help you guys out. Where do you think that can of soup came from that I left on the street? Sally Shattuck enjoyed that. (laughs) All right, Alice, you did it. Storm's coming. Oh, damn. (laughs) It's okay to not pay for the Patreon, but if you want to vote in whether or not Tom keeps a beard, then you can. But there's added bonuses to the Patreon. It has to be. Victor Drago. All right, Tom, you're a couple strikes from having that oh. man caught up yours revoked. You, you are walking a thin line here, brother. <laughs> How so? You had mentioned that you didn't know why they call the guy with a limp Skip. Um, hello? Yeah, but I don't think, I mean, they literally called him to his face. I don't think they'd call him Skip if he was limping. Would they? Or is that, were things that cruel in the 90s? It, I don't know. We're guys. We either call someone something that is blatantly obvious mm-hmm. or something that is blatantly the opposite. You know, like a a guy that's really tall, they call tiny. Okay. In my town, there was a guy that had one arm, and we called him lefty. <laughs> In high school, there was a kid we went to high school with. He has cerebral palsy oh, to this no. day. We call him Buzz because it looked like he was drunk all the time. Oh, great. I mean, talk about living a sheltered life. It, it makes me think that you actually grew up on, like, uh, submersible like that titan. <laughs> The other thing is, this whole quote-unquote beard thing, yes. for God's sakes, walking around with what looks like pubic hair glued to your face, 
that's another strike against the mankind uh, credo. <laughs> I will say the thing that uh, is in your corner is that you do still buy meats from the expired section. Thank Keep you, up, buddy. Got a great thank you, Tim. You got a great uh, hit today. Three bacon's, three containers of bacon for uh, five bucks. It's rotten in two days, and two of them are low sodium, but still. So. Three of anything for five bucks is great. Oh, I had to tweet that out. I need to. And I also they got something else too. But I'll, t- I'll do that <laughs> for the, the all you can eat thing. Uh... Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Hey, Steve. With a complaint. Yeah. Nothing to do with the burn barrel. This is just a general complaint. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, of what's going on in our supermarkets mm-hmm. where, you know, they're banning plastic and forcing us to use paper. Mm. Uh, I just paid my last visit to the Amesbury Stop and Shop, which is near where we all live. Yeah. And yeah. I like that Stop and Shop with the record show. Although, for some reason, the lines are cripplingly long. We like the at every Mexico register that's by there. The lines are cripplingly long at every register, but mm-hmm. they've got somebody, a person manning the self-serve checkout, self-checkout, mm-hmm. which to me doesn't make any sense. Get that person over on a register if you're right. going to use the registers. Uh, the reason is they took away my plastic bags. They forced mm-hmm. me to use paper bags. And now they are charging 10 cents per bag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is an outrage. This is BS. And uh, I don't think they're doing that at the basket. So farewell, stop and shop. Thank you. Yeah. No, they're that- not, although it is still paper bags. Although we're close enough to New Hampshire that we can head to the market basket in New Hampshire, as is Steve. That we don't have to put up with this stuff. Yeah, Steve is yeah right down the street. Yeah, no, totally. But but our market basket in O Behavioral is um, only gives you paper bags. Yeah, but that's that's because that's the Massachusetts law. No, I know, but it doesn't but charge you. But but they this don't one, charge you. Well, yeah. so is Amesbury in Massachusetts. So yeah. But here's the the thing with that Amesbury one is maybe that explains why my person is in the self checkout line. They're, they're oh, to the make sure people bag pay compliance for bags. fee. Yes, mm. exactly. Uh, well, I I was thinking about that too as you were playing the message also because I you do often need to have somebody there depending how good the self checkouts are. You do well, like if it freezes up on you or like calls for assistance or whatever happens to me at Walmart all the time where it like calls first or actually CVS is usually the Walmart. Walmart's like, got a person in I there too. I bought freaking Benadryl. Well, Walmart for our kid it, the other day. Walmart also at, sells booze, so that's why they need somebody there. Too. But I bought Benadryl the other day at CVS. Mm-hmm. And it was like restricted item. Yeah. Beep beep. Need to call for assistance, and like somebody had to come over and clear me to buy the Benadryl. Hi guys, Steve from Gloucester. Hey, hey Steve. Steve. I'm Steve. just getting into the All You Can Eat podcast. Oh, good. And Tom, you were talking about processed cheese. Let me give you something. Yeah. Uh, that you would absolutely enjoy. Melt some provolone. Okay. And dip some soft pretzels into it. It will change your life, my friend. And Alice, they do have nationwide hot dog chains. I don't think they have them that much in the east, but in the west, there definitely is a lot, like rallies, checkers, in the and German Wiener one. Schnitzel. So I think whoever wrote that article, which one did he say is that uh, the German one? A lot of checkers, but that's not Wiener nationwide. It's not so over I here. think whoever wrote that article uh, didn't do a lot of investigative work. Oh, because they, they said there's. That's all you can eat. Yeah, message. I'm going to save that. But they said there's we'll regional ones in the article because there there are. There's also at least there used to be like, um, what's the green and white one? Joe Nemo's? No, mean? the green and white hot dogs. 
Green and white? Oh, um, Nathan's? Nathan's hot. There are sometimes Nathan's hot dog places and stuff, you know? Are there? Yeah, I've seen I know there's the like Nathan's in Coney Island. No, there's like in food courts sometimes, I hmm. feel like. You know, there's stuff around that's like regional. There's hot yeah. dog chains. But there's not like a McDonald's of hot dogs, I think was the point of the article. Yeah. No, there isn't. But I wish there, I, I wish there was. I mean, hmm. the hot dog is fun. Hi, Tom and Alice. It's hey. Leslie hey, in Leslie. Bothell, Washington. Hi, Leslie. Been Bothell. about 30 minutes north of Seattle. Uh, congrats on your 800th episode. Thank you, Leslie. Uh, I've been meaning to leave a message for a while. and Is this the Leslie we know? No. Oh, she doesn't sound like anybody I've known. Mulling over what I should say. And I thought I would just do maybe a baby name suggestion. Ooh. Oh, good. We can and, use that. And uh, chime in on the footwear debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, for baby names, uh, my son, his name is Vaughn. Okay. Um, we did pick it out of a book. Um, but uh, I think it's a name he really likes. And nobody has been able to use it to tease him with. So that's a bonus. Well, that's interesting, Alice, because we've been thinking about a V name as well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do we say that on the show? Do we? Did we? I don't no, know. I don't know if we did. Uh, and we spell it V-A-U-G-H-A-N. Uh, at the hospital, mm-hmm. my husband decided to throw the extra A in there. Um, and we did wait until uh, the hospital forced us to name him before we actually picked the final name. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is an interesting thing when they give you the paperwork. card and you can like choose anything yeah. right there. Like it's. I actually know somebody who went her whole life thinking she was a GH Megan. Right. Because her mom had named her Megan M E G H A N. Yes. And dad was the one who filled out the paperwork at the hospital when she was born and he, he didn't, didn't put an H. Yeah. So she was not a GH Megan and she had to figure it out then when she was older because her birth certificate, it wasn't like how she'd ever written her name. So wait a second, is what we have here, Leslie lobbying for the name Vaughn? Is she trying to spread Vaughns on each coast? Or is she just, just, She's making Telling a suggestion her, of a name that went her well. Her process. So, the, so, so okay. Literally, if it was Von Shattuck, my problem, Von Shattuck. I feel that you have to pause after the end briefly. Von Shattuck. Von Shattuck. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you don't. He was baby boy for a couple days. Uh, and as far as the footwear debate goes, um, I'm a hundred percent. No Crocs. Never been a fan. So okay. hold on now. And Steve attacked me for the Crocs too. I'm not a fan either. I just don't have many choices. In fact, I was telling my daughter when we were in Maine how much they hurt me and pinched me and my feet were like red and my, my, my weird mangled toes <laughs> are getting crushed. They're very uncomfortable. And actually, well, pool, dirty water pooled in them. <laughs> so I don't think maybe I'm a Crocs person because people who like Crocs say they know they like look bad, but they're like the most comfortable they're thing not ever. Comfortable. So it's, they're well, not made out of, they're not, they're not made out of shoe. They're made <laughs> okay. out of hard plastic. They're made out of like uh, parts of a, uh, like a uh, fan belts. Um, I have been known to wear my, uh, hunter rain boots. Hunter rain boots. Is it just normal rain boots? I don't know. That's all right. Hold on. Hunter. Okay. Although I like wearing We're boots. We're duck duck going wear... this for you. Boots oh, lot. those look cool. Oh, those are cute on girls, on women. Okay. Um, 
Hunter Rainboots. I can't find you, Leslie. Where are you? There she is. Okay. Okay. With shorts while I'm out weed whacking. That's a good and attractive look. Mm-hmm. Shorts well, and, and boots. And it's practical because, like she's saying, rain boots while weed whacking because all the stuff goes on your feet. Like you're how right. your sneakers like, absorb all the stuff when you're working out See the, the difference yard. between men and women? What? I took an off-ramp into... <laughs> Some were very different and became less uh, less uh, functional for me. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not Leslie. I'm a very mask. Have you not seen my beard? I'm a very masculine alpha male. I'm not going to wear rain Time boots. Time for work boots, honey. Not that masculine. I'm not, <laughs> okay. I don't think they'll sell them to me, to be honest. Alice. In the yard. Um, so that's what you might find me wearing around the house, uh, at least outside. Um. I guess that's all for now. I hope that maybe some more ladies will call and yes, leave messages. True, yes, true. Um, uh, until next time, I hope you both had a great uh, Independence Day. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you. What a nice woman she is. What a nice woman. I'm going to throw something into Alice. Ready? I'm going throw to... something out to me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> These words matter, don't they? Um, okay, go I'm for going it. to speculate that Leslie is from the greater Illinois or Wisconsin area originally. Uh, yeah, definitely kind of a Midwest thing definitely there. I could see it. something up. I could see it. Something up. Just in case you wanted to know, I've been hey, dealing with Justin. Um, a recent breakup uh, with my girlfriend. Um, Sorry to it hear. It was a, a long distance thing. You know, we talked on the phone all the time. Yep. Video chatted, but um, <clears throat> See, this is tough because you don't know if there's a punchline. Yes, okay. so we gotta. Well, just act nice. Play it cool. Just play act cool. nice. We're sorry that happened, Justin. Yes, hey, it uh, kind of ended because uh, she constantly was asking me for money, and then I mm-hmm. decided to call it quits when uh, she um, asked for my uh, social and my driver's license. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's when I got all sketched out mm-hmm. and um, decided to call it quits. Makes yeah. sense. Somehow she made me out like I was a bad guy for saying no to that. So that's what I've been dealing with. Yeah, especially yep. with long-distance relationship person needing right, your social. Just in case you want to know, things take time. Things do take time. Well, I'm glad to hear from you, Justin. And it's yes. only going to be, this is the summer of Justin. I'm um, predicting that right now, Ready? Good. I agree. Somewhere I've just <laughs> Is that what I'm supposed to say? Hey, Calm, I think I know the answer Thanks, to this, but I want you to verify which Alice had it best. Alice Cramden for having to deal with Ralph. Mm-hmm. Alice Hyatt for having to deal with Mel Shoppels. Or your was. Alice for having to deal with you. I mean, all three people, Ralph Cramden, mm-hmm. Mel Shoppels, and yourself, have the intricacies but I'm wondering which Alice got off the easiest. Thanks, pal. Bye. Which is Al? What's the the second Alice? The second one I don't know. So, oh, unless oh no no, unless that's Alice from the Brady Bunch and the butcher she was dealing with of dating. <laughs> who I just found out was was like a big uh, like a uh, war heroes or something. Um. So, so I'm gonna we're gonna put the second one aside. I will say this that she's Alice Nelson. That's not what he said. I don't think. Okay. Well, Alice, um, I, I like what, the honeymooners. What was the actually. question? 
Which one has it the worst? Which, Which Alice, Alice has, has the it the worst? No, uh, Alice from the Honeymooners has it the worst because no, her husband's great. He's funny. She's well, married well, to Jackie Gleason. Yes, but she. Well, you're funny too. Yes, but you tried to take my life, Alice. <laughs> no, More than once, including life. everybody That's saw the true. phone incident, Alice. I just threw a phone. At my skull, and I bled, and there was Alice not... Alice Hyatt from Alice. Doesn't care. Doesn't <laughs> care. Yes. So, no. No. I uh, Obviously, I am the least unlucky in all of those scenarios. All right. One more, Alice. Okay. Fictional character hey, in Alice you doesn't live here anymore. We're going long because it's number 800, right? Right? Yes. Okay. Let me see you. Wait, we're going on. What's the question? What, I'm looking at you. What was the question you asked? Because I was busy looking up we're, Alice Hyatt. We're going long because it's number okay. 800. Yes, we're going long for 800. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Hey, Steve. I He's in a- the reverb room now. He's got to be in his kitchen, I assume. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. I meant to leave this for you guys last weekend, but uh, I'll have to do it now. So, uh, quick plug for Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. Ooh. So, Mrs. Steve from Merrimack is from the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we had several family members over, over the weekend. And on Saturday, they made what's called a Sancocho, which is a, uh, delicious, not just Dominican, but, uh, mm-hmm. Caribbean stew with a lot of vegetables and meat, etc. So, someone said, hey Steve, do you have any hot sauce? And wow. I just happened to have an unopened bottle of Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce in my fridge. And lo and behold, everybody loved it. But I will say this. I am not exactly a hot sauce guy. Mm-hmm. I put one drop in yes. my Sancocho, and that was enough. And uh, other members were a little bolder, put like five or six. Yep. And uh, the rest of the evening was not the same. <laughs> I'll say that. So I'm encouraging uh, moderation when using that. Thank you. So, Steve, I'm glad you say that because I, I tweeted about it. I was uh, I had brought it to the hotel mm-hmm. this weekend and used it in as the way I was dreaming to use it in sausage gravy. But I use it as well in the avocado divots. It's not messing around. It tastes good, but it's... Serious hot sauce. It's serious hot sauce. There's no doubt about that mm-hmm. at all. Um, but, um, but that's, that's great. I'm glad, I'm glad that, that they liked it. Dominican people, Alice, have you ever been to the Dominican Republic? I have not. Incredibly good looking people. Just very good looking. I believe it. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Um, maybe we should do the, uh, We thing? have some Patreon show to do. Okay. So do we have more topics to cover in the Patreon show. Yeah. There's all sorts of CD material we didn't get to. Yeah. We didn't get to a bunch of stuff actually. Oh, sorry. Um, but so if you are watching on the Patreon stream, just stay there and we will just continue right on after this music. Um, and if you don't want to join the Patreon, which is also fine, Tim, it's just, you know, some people want to give us money. So we do feel like we should do something for them a little bit. Tim, you should steal somebody's code then, right? Right? Yes. You share a password. Tim, you know a thousand people. Actually, he knows people who are in the Patreon. Yes. Just shake him down or bully somebody. Netflix. We won't know if you share the password. Just FYI. I don't know. So... Um, anyway, you know, it, it is what it is. If you want to watch or listen for free, burnbarrelpodcast.com.
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.